morning everyone and thank you for joining us online this morning. We're going to this morning we're continuing our series on looking at the encounters of uh, people in the Gospels with Jesus. Um, hope that you've all had a really good week and uh, that you're um, enjoying the weekend. Elijah's just going to say a little prayer for us as we start this morning. Please, dear God, please bless everyone joining us for our service today. today. May you speak to them through the message. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Elijah. And as we're worshipping this morning and, and listening to God's word, I just pray that his spirit would fall on each of us in our homes as we join together online.
I don't know about you, but my heart, my soul is stirred when I'm just reminded about who God is. It can be so easy, can't it, in, in our world just to take our eyes off God and we get consumed by all the stuff that's going on and we forget that we've got a God who, who can stop the Lord Almighty, that he has got a plan and a purpose from creation through to new creation. He is calling us to participate with him, to work with him in seeing him move his kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. And nothing's going to stop that. Nothing's going to stop God working his kingdom into this world, uh, ultimately for the renewal of all things as his kingdom fully comes. And we get to be part of that mission. So just knowing God's character and his nature just stirs me and builds me up uh, and encourages, spurs me on to be all that he's calling us to be. So I just want to encourage you this morning, church. Just a couple of things that I just want to bring to your attention before we move on. Um, a couple of, a number of you will have known last week that I shared about a desire just to have a week of non-stop prayer, a 24-7 uh, prayer for one whole week um, during Lent. That was our hope. We're, we're, we're just running into some difficulty. This is the thing of not having your own building. We're kind of subject to others and there's been, um, uh, we're just trying to figure out uh, the, the availability of space and also trying to get the churches. My heart in this is that we would gather as the church in Stratford together and seek God uh, for our town, for our churches, for, for our friends and our family. And so um, what we're going to do is we're just going to postpone that uh, just a little while in order to, for us to, to make that something that we really sense God is inviting us into. And so um, it's not going to be in March, but it is going to be this year. I just sense God is calling us into seeking him as the churches in Stratford for a prolonged period of time uh, and, and do that night and day, just crying out for our, our town. And so what we're going to do on the build up to that during March, during Lent, on the 12th and the 13th, we're going to have 24 hours of prayer. We're going to go into the United Reformed Church on Rother Street from uh, times we'll, we'll confirm, but we're looking at around um, midday-ish, maybe 11.30 midday on Saturday the 12th, running through to the end of our gathering on the Sunday the 13th. So if you can just block that time out, maybe you can give an hour or two hours, maybe you want to come for the whole 24 hours or come through the night, whatever you're able to do or willing to do. You know, I think in some of this, there's, there's a sacrifice of praise that just needs to be offered from God's people as we come and we seek his face uh, for breakthrough and for salvation and for healing for his kingdom to come and so we're just gonna have 24 hours and we're gonna do a couple of those on the build-up to uh, a week of prayer that we're going to plan for later in the year and so I'm just really excited that God is stirring I see a hunger in our church hunger in our church to seek his face that when we have ministry times in our church more people are coming forward to just to to, to cry out to God and ask him to to minister into their life and so there's a hunger in our church I see our worship is is um is is being set on fire as we just declare who God is and so I just sense that as a church we get this opportunity this invitation for 24 hours to come together and I know that when I've been involved in these in the past God does things we can't outgive the giver. We come and we give our sacrifice of prayer and praise and worship and God outgives with his presence. Uh, and, and so I'm just believing that as we come together as a church, there's an opportunity for us just to cry out to him, just to, to be together as God's family, as God's church and, and cry out to him. So block those dates, the 12th and the 13th of March. Uh, it's going to be a significant 24 hours for us as a church. Also, um, we are seeking to partner with the United Reformed Church. Uh, many of you will know that previously we did meals weekly for homeless and vulnerable adults in Stratford. We want to return to doing that as a church. Uh, and we're just seeking uh, to, to understand that, that community and, and what their needs are. 
don't want to assume their needs. So we're going to start a, uh, a trial period of running a lunchtime meal on a Saturday every week just to see who comes, see uh, what the need is within the communities uh, in Stratford. And so if you're interested in wanting to serve maybe once a month or maybe you can be part of a team, we're going to be linking with those at United Reformed Church to, to provide this food at the United Reformed Church every Saturday lunchtime. And so uh, an email address is going to come up on the screen. You can contact us just to find out more information or to say that you'd like to help and be part of that team. Because it'd be great, wouldn't it, just to be able to get back into blessing those people in our town, sharing God's love. Uh, and I just sense that door is one that is, is there for us to walk through. So if that's something that you feel you're able to give some time to, then please do contact us. But as for now, what's going to happen is Alan is going to sit and chat with a, a lady called Louise. Many of you may not know Louise, but she's part of our gospel community. She's uh, uh, part of a gospel community in Ulster that are just seeking to live all of life on mission. And so it's great, isn't it, that we we get to break down these barriers of church and, uh, and, and what church we're part of. And actually, we say we gather around the mission of God and we're seeking to reach an area. And so Louise and her family with her husband, Dave, and her children are part of our gospel community, seeking to reach Ulster and what that looks like. And so I hope you enjoy their conversation as they sit and chat about one of the encounters that somebody has with Jesus in the Gospels. So just enjoy this time uh, together. I pray that God's spirit will just speak to your soul uh, and stir you in what it means to live, love and look like him today. So uh, enjoy this conversation. Good morning, everyone. Um, I'm here this morning with uh, Louise Hawke, who's in our gospel community in Ulster. And uh, this morning we're going to be looking at one of the encounters of Jesus. Um, and then we're going to be looking at how that uh, means that we get to... Uh, live our lives out um so i'm just going to read first from john 4 starting at uh, verse uh, sorry chapter 4 starting at verse 7 so when a samaritan woman came to draw water jesus said to her will you give me a drink his disciples had gone into the town to buy food the samaritan woman said to him you are a jew and i am a samaritan woman how can you ask me for a drink for jews do not associate with the samaritans jesus answered her if you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us this well and drank from it himself, as did also his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. He told her, go, call your husband and come back. I have no husband, she replied. Jesus said to her, you are right when you say you have no husband. The fact is you have had five husbands and the man you now have is not your husband. What you have just said is quite true. Sir, the woman said, I can see you're a prophet. Our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you Jews claim that the place where we must worship is in Jerusalem. Woman, Jesus replied, believe me, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know, for salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshippers will worship the Father in the spirit and in truth, for they are the kind of worshippers the Father seeks. God is spirit and his worshippers must worship in the spirit and in truth. The woman said, 
I know that Messiah called Christ is coming. When he comes, he will explain everything to us. Then Jesus declared, I, the one speaking to you, I am he. So, Louise, I, I don't know if you could start by maybe introducing yourself and telling us a little bit, little bit about um, your life. Um, are you married, children, and what you do for a, a living? Uh, yeah, so I'm Louise. I live in Ulster, um, as Alan's already said, and um, I'm married to Dave. And we have two children, um, Beth and Joshua, who are seven and five. Um, uh, so we moved to Ulster about four years ago um, with my work. So I work uh, in Worcestershire, um, uh, so at the hospitals, uh, Redditch and Worcester in the uh, pathology labs. So I'm a biochemist uh, background. Um, so, yeah, so that's that's me oh, currently. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so uh, thinking about, you know, as we are in Cancer with Jesus, I mean, this... Um, it's a very interesting encounter that you've picked out. I mean, I don't know about you, but the first thing that strikes me about it is um, that this, I don't know if this is the first one, but this is an encounter with Jesus, which is uh, not with a Jewish person. And so, I mean, the first thing that jumps out to me is maybe we should be <laughs> ourselves not turning blind eyes on people who we don't think are, you know, uh, you know, um, ready or from the same sort of you know sort of social area as us and uh, maybe looking for them how, how does it sort of affect you in family and then also in, in in the job you do as well yeah I mean I think so the first thing I guess is it's one of uh, the encounters Jesus has with a with a woman um in in the gospels and I think as as a woman that really encourages me the way he um treats women and wants to talk to them and um, encourage them in getting to know him. Um, I mean, he offers this woman living water. Um, and I guess, like you said, like the way that he cuts through all sort of social norms in terms of like he's speaking to a woman and a Samaritan woman. And just that, like, like you've said, that really challenges me in terms of who I talk to about Jesus yeah. and who are like the preconceptions that I sometimes have about people and how just Jesus had none of those. He just saw the person uh, as he had, you know, as God made them and um, as someone who needed him. Um, so, yeah, so that's, that. I find that's why I particularly, you know, like this, this passage um, for those reasons, I think, um, just that, that sort of encouragement and, and challenge. Yeah. Both of those. Yeah. Yeah. Aspects. Yeah, I was um, reminded this morning, actually, I was reading about, um, I think it was the end of Matthew, actually, where Jesus first appears after after the resurrection. And um, the, the most, probably the most important news in history, he tells to two women yeah. first to then go and relate yeah. to everyone else. So, um, yeah, that's amazing. So, um, in... Are there any times where, you know, in sort of the ordinary life, you know, like when you're when you're at home with the family or maybe out and about doing other stuff um, socially and or also at work where uh, encounters that Jesus uh, has with people in the Gospels, you know, how do they sort of affect how you sort of view work and 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 also I suppose, you know, coming from myself as well as a dad, in the parenting as well, how does, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a massive question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, uh, I guess it, um, in terms of like a work, like well, I guess what we were just saying, 
um, I, I meet lots of different kinds of people at work, a very a variety of people. Um, and that, I think this really encourages me to um, speak to everyone on a level playing field, um, you know, and to acknowledge everyone, everyone's uh, got a part to play in the, in the, my workplace. And yes. um, I think that's, that's really important as a Christian to treat everyone with respect and, and I guess just to look for any opportunity to share a bit of Jesus's love with people. And, um, and if, if, if there are opportunities to speak about um, like my faith, I know I've had some interesting conversations with people of other faiths at work and sort of exploring what they believe and what I believe. Um, um, so, yeah, so just using those opportunities to share a bit of Jesus and being encouraged, I guess, by these sort of encounters where Jesus was just very honest, but also very compassionate about how he, you know, he knew who this, what this woman was. Um, I mean, we might, obviously, we're not God, so we don't know that, the backstory of everyone. But, like, just, no, but he was still very tactful and, like, yeah, just met, met her where she was, I think. Um, so trying to do that for the people that I meet at work. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, and then I guess at home, it's, um, I think, just about sharing, I guess similarly, really sharing God's love with, with um, particularly like Beth and Joshua, um, trying to show my faith. Um, I think it's really interesting as a mum, I've realised, you know, sometimes we make faith, we make faith complicated. And then when you're trying to explain it to small children, that can actually be really revealing that it's not complicated and we can explain it, you know, it, it can be understood by, by young children and Actually, that's quite exciting seeing them beginning to understand um, bits about Jesus and wanting to pray and, and things like that. So, so yeah, I, I think I learn as much from them as they, as I, as they do, maybe from me um, in watching them grow and, yeah. and those sort of things. Yeah. yeah, they ask some great philosophical questions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, we, we've had uh, things like... Uh, where are, where are dinosaurs and did Noah take dinosaurs yeah. out of the ark and then uh, other sort of random questions and where where's the big bang in the bible and all this sort okay of yeah, yeah. it's really challenge you to yourself doesn't it to sort of um and then also in explaining it to we've 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 probably a lot all of us got the academic answer somewhere in our head mm. like, yeah this and they're like yeah but so yeah <laughs> and then they're, yeah. I mean, the other thing about this uh, little uh, uh, little encounter that strikes me is, and and I'm conscious probably that we all do this as well. Is she almost tries to not not trick Jesus, but mm. uh, you, you can she she doesn't actually, and and because she's like honest herself to Jesus, he's like, well, I knew, I knew that anyway. I knew you had didn't have yeah. you had five, and it, it strikes me. Um, a lot of the times, which seems a bit silly, really, when God does know everything, that we try and hide certain areas from him, like, oh, he won't be mm. that happy with that bit, so I better not, um, when he does know everything. But then the exciting thing for me is that um, as as we go out into, just, just at ordinary, when people are encounter, encounter us, they're encountering Jesus, because we've got uh, Jesus inside us, and we carry Jesus, and we get the awesome privilege to do what Jesus did and he sends he sends us out each of us out yeah. now and and we bring that and um I think you one of the things you said there Louise about it being simple and we we make it massively overcomplicated and 
and maybe even like formulas and you got to do this to all that sort of stuff when it's just so simple that Jesus died for us and we do have a hope and and my biggest challenge over for years is um and not uh, trying not to judge someone before so so you might be in a situation yeah. and you think oh I really should say something about Jesus here because Jesus is definitely the answer for this person in whatever they're going mm-hmm. through and then I don't know whether you've ever done this in your mind you're like oh I don't think they're in the right place yet to hear about Jesus or they might not react well and and actually mm-hmm. <laughs> we've just got to be and actually just sort of I don't know, somehow be bold and get over that and just go, well, actually, Jesus. And for myself, in the last year or two at work, especially, there's been some catastrophic stuff happening in people's lives. Mm -hmm. And I've sort of, I don't know whether I've got tired of keep sort of uh, analysing it in my head, whether I should or whether I shouldn't. So I've just gone for it, basically. And then the sort of reception and then what happens and then but then especially what god does just because i brought jesus into that situation <laughs> is fantastic which which is yeah uh, but the scary thing is i think thinking oh what if what if he doesn't do anything or which it's also silly yeah. really isn't it but um, yeah. I don't know if there's any uh times you can think of uh, in your own life where you have sort of just sort of uh got that boldness and sort of gone and then uh and then God sort of just swept in, so. I mean, I think, um, I guess, like, similar to you, I've sort of been challenged just, you know, when people are saying, oh, you know, so-and-so is not very well, or like at, at work or something, just to say, like, well, can can I pray for them? That yeah. I guess sort of bring God into that situ- situation. Um yeah, so I can't think of anything amazing no. to tell you off the top of my head. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I think, I mean, I, I guess like I'm just really encouraged this bit, the further on in this passage, this lady then goes and tells her whole village about yes, Jesus. That's and just, yeah. just really encourages me that Jesus can totally use us where we are if we're open to him um, and whoever we are, he can, he yes. can use us. Um, so yeah, so I think. Yeah, I'm sure there are stories, but I can't think of much. <laughs> um, I'll put you a bit on the spot there. So. <laughs> so, yeah, just like yeah, like you say, being open to him. And also, I guess like this lady wasn't perfect, and knowing that even if we we feel like we've messed up, I think that's what teaches, particularly in parenting. There's so many times we think, oh, I'm not sure I handled that right, or um, you know, that God will um restore us and forgive us. And um, you know, and I'm very quick to ask for forgiveness from Beth and Joshua when I know I've messed up or got you know said something more crossly than I should have um you know because I think that that's just really important for us to be honest with them about our Definitely. failings and, and things and um, and that we seek God to you know make help us in the future um so yeah yeah so Beth and Josh Joshua they're, they're slightly younger than Naomi and Elijah so we, we've now moved on to the um, I, I'm being actively told when I'm in the wrong by my children, <laughs> and I should apologise for this, that, and the other, <laughs> which is very funny. So, but <laughs> Louise, I, I love what you said there about um, that. Um, um, you know, uh, none of us are perfect. This this lady certainly wasn't perfect. She was from an, a, a different uh, culture, different different people, and yet 
we're all called whoever we are however whatever we've done um uh, you know when we turn turn to jesus we're all called to carry that gospel and be jesus and we all have an equal share in that sort of mission of of uh, bringing the gospel to the mm. really really and without overcomplicating it into the places we live and work you know just yeah. that, that is the mission field isn't it so um yeah I, I, like you I've I've been recently challenged especially at work and I don't know whether you find this as well when you think not not that we ever crack anything but um for, for me it was like people being sick and there were there were terrible sicknesses and I was like god would you actually do so and then he does and then I'm like well this is great this is I'll, I'll, anyone who's sick now I'm just going to tell them about Jesus fantastic but then different things come on now so I wonder if you could tell me a little bit more about um so I'm, I've got this situation myself recently in work so um uh, there's a guy started now who's from a different faith so he's he's got a faith in in, in something but it's obviously not Jesus and I, I wonder if you could tell me how um how you find that at work and how you sort of somehow get them to encounter Jesus <laughs> through you in, in how you are and what you say it's hard yeah yeah it's hard I mean I think so I was chatting to a guy who um I think is Sikh by background family okay. background but he sort of um I guess morphed that a bit with his own ideas um and I, I just well, he was talking to me about what he believed and God is you know this I, it was quite hard to, to understand but sort of and I and I guess I came back to him and said well I don't I don't believe that God can be something that we think up like God is yes. God so he can't be like um yeah so he can't be something that in our imagination yes. he's bigger than that so it has to be something that's revealed to us and I guess like I said that's what I believe like the Bible teaches yes about, this is this is who God is um and he's been revealed to us in Jesus um so yeah, so I think it's those sort of trying to have those conversations. And now, you know, I got on really well with this guy and it was yeah. a good conversation. And he said, you know, I really appreciate, you know, that that chat and um and things. Just I guess making people think a bit more about what 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 they believe. And um, I mean it's interesting as well, that chat was quite encouraging because so many people you think you feel like it's hard to even get into a spiritual conversation. Because yes. whether whether people are thinking about it or not, they're not. There's no outward voicing of that um and so you sort of think have you even explored the spiritual sort of dimension like do you believe that's part of your part of you i mean you know that i really believe everyone's got like a spiritual side to them um and um so yeah so that it's sort of finding those opportunities i guess just to gently challenge that those thoughts either that um like the people don't think it's important or whatever and or or that um or they're just different ideas about about who God is um, and what I believe. I mean, I guess I, I'm a scientist, so, you know, I often come up across very logical people. That's yeah. what, um, And so, you know, there is that sort of battle of like, oh, but we're just, we're just, you know, matter and yeah. those sort of things. And, but I'm very firmly believe that, you know, God made us and actually that's amazing. But that I, part of the reason I love studying biochemistry is because it just fascinates me and I think wow this is how God created us and this is all stuff that we can't even see I try and explain it to <laughs> Beth and Joshua and they're like what because it's just so small they don't even haven't yet got any concept of it um so yeah so I, I think those it's it's quite interesting having those debates and trying to bring that perspective into what could be quite a 
um, an atheist or agnostic kind of culture. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That's fantastic. That's brilliant. Um, well, thank thank you so much, Louise, for joining us this morning. And um, of course, the one thing that um, uh, I'm reminded of, uh, and I'm sure you are as well, Louise, in this passage as well, is that um, um, the um, that Jesus is the living water and mm. uh, and the living hope. And so, uh, when we um, come to him like this like this lady did and and drink from Jesus as it were then we mm. will be sustained and we will be satisfied and 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 that also my my the challenge for me and the prayer for myself and and for all of us really is that we we wouldn't look at uh, people we meet in in our daily lives whether that's work and home friends down the pub wh whatever we spend our time doing that we wouldn't have any prejudice and we would just look at them mm -hmm. and see how God and Jesus did just with compassion and love and um, introduce them to Jesus who is the the living water and um, who can uh, hang, uh, who can do all things and is our hope so thank yeah. you very much, Louise. Uh, thank care. you. Yeah, you too. <laughs> I've heard a thousand stories of what they think you're like, but I've heard the tender whispers of love in the dead of night, and you tell me that you're please them that I never
for joining us for the service today we pray that you have a really blessed week and that God will speak to you throughout the week i'm just going to ask naomi to close in prayer for us dear god please help everyone in our church thank you that we can gather together and thank you for everyone who helps in this church amen Amen. And I just pray that the peace of God would just descend on everyone uh, who's been with us this morning and also all those people who couldn't have been with us as well. I just pray that you have a peaceful week and that joy will abound. Amen. Amen.